This is a warning. This podcast is not suitable to be listened to around kids and probably not even out loud at the office. We cuss a lot, we drink during the recording, and we touch on some very adult subjects. We recommend listening when the kids aren't around or when you have headphones. Thanks, guys. Bye. This is Jen, and this is the Let's Chat Paranormal Podcast. I'm here with Eric, Jesse, and Papa Paranormal. Say hi, guys. What's going on? Hi, guys. How's it going? All right. We're here for episode 94, and it is a potluck. Eric, what the hell are you bringing? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Boiled hot dogs. How about that? Just regular ass boiled hot dogs. Oh, that's the best kind. That is the best kind. (laughs) I'm bringing macaroni salad, but like the H-E-B one. You didn't even make it? You're just bringing that? That's right. You don't want me to cook God for you. Yeah, I know. I know about your <laughs> medium rare chicken. In my <laughs> Alfredo sauce incident. <laughs> Dad, what are you bringing? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> Scabetti. Jesus, what are you bringing? A uh, swinger staple. Um, okay. Smoked wow. sausages and... Uh, no, the... What are they? The little... Um, the smokies. The little, the little smokies and barbecue sauce. There I did not go. know that. I was uh, listening to a podcast and apparently that is like a staple in swinger parties. Wow. <laughs> little smokies and, bar- and, and barbecue sauce. So wow. once the little smokies are gone, you can use the sauces. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Lubrication. Okay. Yeah. No just more. A, just a little... Yeah. A little <laughs> FF, a little fun fact for you guys. <laughs> so if your parents were always buying, you know, little smokies and barbecue, <laughs> barbecue sauce and sending you off to your uh, oh God. to your cousins who spend the night. Yeah, you know, that's a little a little <laughs> make, a anyway. little trauma I wanna throw your way. <laughs> make that anyway. man's unit of McRib. Okay, anyways. <laughs> Come back to the house with spotless. <laughs> anyways, we're on episode ninety four. Um are, are you sure? I thought you said it was ninety three. No, episode 93 was uh two weeks ago because i'm just trying to throw you off oh no i'm looking at spotify um sorry we skipped last week it was christmas and there was just too much chaos but anywho's uh we are here for your new year's uh day if you are scared of the fireworks like me just listen to us uh ramble um but anyways you can find us on spotify apple Podcasts, podbean and wherever else podcasts are heard you can send in your stories to let's chat paranormal at gmail.com and you can leave us good ratings good reviews and share with all of your friends make sure to give us five star reviews and stuff yeah check out my fan only fans it's uh eric strong sexy hands also uh you want to incorporate this into your new year's drinking game that's just uh take a drink every time every time jen says uh anyways no, no, don't no. don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Just make it interesting for you guys. You will die. <laughs> but make sure to hold on to your solo cups because her size might come through your yeah. <laughs> anyways through your fall. There you <laughs> there go. Oh, yeah. That's already like three <laughs> shots right there. No, no, no shots, guy. Just take a swig of whatever you guys yeah. have. Take a sip. <laughs> Anywho's, um, all right. You can't switch it up. That still counts as anyways. Anyways, um, all right. Creepy updates. I don't have any. Um, Jesse and dad, I know. Do you have any? I do. Oh, everybody has a creepy update. Yeah, so I actually... Nothing traumatized me this past two weeks. I was witness to my sister eating her hot fries with a fucking fork. I don't want my fingers dirty. (laughs) She's beyond the hood rat fingertips. (laughs) (laughs) She's uh, ascended. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm classy. <laughs> God damn it. Anyways. No hood red fingers for her. That's right. Okay. I thought you had a real creepy update. Okay. Oh, tell. I'm sorry. I disappointed. Just that... like my scary movie that traumatized you <laughs> and everything else that I say on this podcast. Damn it. Anyway. Anyway, that's a big ass wig right there. Anyways. Um, Jesus, what's your creepy update? Um, It's it's hard to get into because. Um, that's what she said. Oh, yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> it's been like a slow um, build up of it for me. Um, at one point, I thought I was actually <laughs> like losing my mind for like the last three weeks. Um, so <laughs> I've been seeing like actual people <laughs> like oh, in the house. Yeah. Okay. And like, I'm just I've been looking at Jen like, okay, any minute now she's going to be like, Oh my god! I keep seeing like you know this or that, and I even asked. I, I even asked her like not to alarm her. I was like, "So everything been okay with you?" And she's like, "Oh yeah," or like Peachy King, yeah, or like you know, freaking uh, Fidel Candle or <laughs> stupid ideas. I'm like, okay, well at least it's just me. And there was a couple of times where Sal was saying some weird stuff throughout that time, but I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Um. But no, like literally, like it'll be like uh, I'll be on the couch, and I'll turn around, and little it'll literally be like just a black silhouette of someone sitting in my spot. Um, I had some weird dream where I was in the house, and some kind of older person was like, you know. You're not gonna wake up next time. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, ah. So it's just been just that uh build up where I'm like, Am I losing my mind? Did I like drink some mercury somewhere in my mind? Yeah. <laughs> like uh But yeah, it's just it's been like a little bit of that. Nothing where I would say I feel threatened or scared. It's just like kind of like a really weird. Yeah, like am I losing my sanity type of thing? You know. Well, it's just it, it is or... a stressing. <laughs> it is a stressful time of the year. To yeah, be, but I've, I've never. This is the first time I've actually. Well, not the first time I've, but like recurring where it's like at least twice a day. Wow. Or I'm like, okay. Like so. I haven't had any more intrusive dreams. If that's any consolation. <laughs> I mean, you sound any bummed out wet, by that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> any more wet daydreams? No more wet. No more wet daydreams. No. While you're no. walking and. No. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Closet, no, no. closet. Emma was like, oh, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, no, but... he started enjoying it. Yeah. Let me take the, it away. The little ghost girl in Logan's closet. Emily. There you go. Yeah, I tried. Damn, you named it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else, Jesus? Before? No, that's pretty much a close out of it. Yeah. Okay, Dad. What's what... your creepy update? Actually, I have two. That's what okay. a woman oh. asked me when I was younger. What? You got any more? <laughs> Hurricane winds. Yeah, what is that one twister line? I don't. <laughs> Which one? I, I think it's like when they see the cow. Oh yeah, <laughs> we have cows or something like that. I'm like, uh, I think it's the same. How dare cow. you call Jen a cow? <laughs> her and her hot Cheetos. Uh, um, one of one of one of my creepy updates was uh, well. Just recently, about five weeks ago, I actually started using hearing aids. Mm-hmm. And um, 
And this happened when I was at the shop. It always seems like a lot of the creepy things actually happened in the shop uh, where I just heard just randomly like some really dark yelling, maybe like for two seconds, just oh, just came like in there. And I could tell it was actually in the in the uh, uh, hearing aids. And all I heard someone like, you know, oh, and, and, you know, I was like, what the hell? He turned around and see if anybody else heard anything nobody reacted and i was like man i mean even if i picked up a frequency from something else i was like man who the hell does that you know <laughs> yeah so, that's kind of crazy yeah i you and remember a couple of weeks ago from that that's when i saw that weird thing on the on the camera, security screen yeah, yeah and yeah. the camera too so i don't know there's something creepy around there hmm. and then uh, uh, another thing i have i actually had a dream uh uh you know really weird freaky a bad dream but i was like you know what i'm gonna start writing down my bad dreams and because sometimes they're really crazy and then when uh i wait for mom to wake up in the morning you know by that time i already forgot all the details and then she looks <laughs> yeah. at me like i'm stupid so yeah, i wrote it down this time and uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and and, and read it <clears throat> this is me driving down i'm driving my van down on 410 over there kind of close to where uh the airport is everything's going okay and then uh, I realize uh, I don't have any brakes, right? So I start checking them by pressing on them, and I realize uh, they're not that strong. Uh, then I start getting worried, and uh, I come up with a plan to get off, get off the highway to see if I can, uh, uh, you know, get the van to stop. But before I can, uh, I start a, a reach like a hill on 410, and once I go over the hill, everything is pitch black. And, you know, I'm looking around like, why did everything go pitch black? It was daytime a second ago, right? And then I'm starting to get real nervous. I can't see. And before I could do anything, I kind of see a silhouette of a truck and it's on its side right in front of me. It's too close to avoid. But I try to swerve and I still clip it. I was like, fuck, just got into an accident. But now I realize I can't stop. So now I'm driving, going about 50, but no brakes. And for some reason, once I get off the hill, it's daylight again. But now there are car wrecks all over the road. I mean, there's smoke, there's bodies, there's vehicles. And I'm trying to uh, uh, navigate without having a major crash. I'm swerving, but I'm clipping cars here and there, but nothing major. There's a situation where I come to make a... I have to make a choice to go either right or left, and I make my choice, and it feels like uh, I'm making the wrong choices. Every time, I, you know, there's a lot of those like little forks, like, oh, there's a vehicle in the way, I got to go left and right. And every time I choose, it seems like I'm making the wrong one, right? I'm always coming in, I'm always clipping something. Um, so I keep on, I keep on going down the side, and uh, where I end up crashing but I, stri I still drive out, right? There's another vehicle there, and uh, the this car kind of swerves, stops, and I hit it, I broadsided it, and, but I'm still driving. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, uh, uh, but like I said, there's cars everywhere. They're on the side, there's smoke, there's bodies. You know, uh, there's actually people still walking around. I'm trying to avoid them. And, uh, you know, at this point, I'm thinking, you know what, why am I even going to stop? You know, there's so much chaos and 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 destruction here. It's going to take days for them to to uh, to sort it out. I'm like, you know what? 
I'm just one car and I'm just going to drive home. You know, my, you know, they, they're not even going to know I'm there. I didn't kill anybody. So I'm just like, I'm just going to get out of here, you know, and after I clear everything, you know, my, my vans are wrecked. I'm trying to get out. And then I have this big old cramp on my leg and I wake up. So <laughs> that's how it fucking ended with a thing with a cramp, you know, but I was, I was, you know, after a while I was thinking, I was like, man, that was so vivid. I mean, it woke me up and I was like, man, I was sweating and stuff. And, you know, of course I wasn't sleepy and I thought to myself, you know what, this was, I'm going to write this down, you know? And, uh, and I was thinking, man, this almost felt like life, you know, yeah. I'm going through all these obstacles, trying to make the right choice. And every time I made a choice, it seemed like it, it was the wrong one, but still got out of it, still got out yeah. of it standing, yeah. you know, still got through it. So, you know, it, it, it was kind of weird. It was kind of weird. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you'll probably hear more of those cause I have really weird dreams sometimes, <laughs> you know, and this one, I actually have my clothes on. So this was a bonus. <laughs> Uh, so, you know sometimes it is uh, even in my dreams my wife tells me to keep my clothes on <laughs> okay was there any other creepy updates we wanted to share before we get into everything i get into everything oh god um no i actually i remember i had a, a dream last night of uh or well i guess like our step-grandpa mike last mm -hmm. night mm -hmm. and um it was weird where uh we were i i don't want to say we were in a hospital but it was just a room that i didn't recognize and like it was a weird bed that had a shower over it and like i kept looking at the bed and i'm just like there's nobody on here i could turn on the shower and as soon as i turned on the shower mike was in the bed and he starts laughing and he's on mija i'm right here oh, and wow. yeah and so like i'm just like oh my god i'm so sorry dad because we we <laughs> called him dad when we yeah, were little yeah and um and i was just like i'm so sorry dad and he's just laughing and whatnot but yeah that was it that, so, that's actually wow but yeah uh, that was my random dream last night. I didn't think it really had any significance, but um, it was just weird that I could remember his voice, considering it's been decades since I've heard it. Are you kidding me? I still remember mother's voice. I still remember dad's I voice. I don't remember mother's Should voice. Should I even remember Chicla's voice? I remember Chicla's voice. I, um, I could still these hear. These are all past uh, uh, oh, relatives yeah. that yeah, passed away. Yeah. I could still remember Nene's cheering and the tone of her voice. Yeah, I, I don't think we'll ever forget that. <laughs> I think I remember the yelling and the laughing, the taunt laughing. <laughs> I'm going to kill you and then I'm going to slap you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> but anywho's okay, well, I guess then we can move into our stories. Yay. Yay. All right. <laughs> Dorks. <laughs> Um, all right, so go ahead and hey, sit back and relax. That you you raised her, so mm -hmm. this is uh, this is true. This is it's okay though. I am I am the outcome. <laughs> I the am result. the product. <laughs> Anywho's okay. Um, all right, go ahead and sit back and relax. If you're still conscious, uh, because of all the anywho's and yeah, seriously. Um, remember we have koozies for sale. Um, but okay, all right, sit back and relax. And there you go. Thanks, Dad. Drink whatever you're drinking. Okay, bye. Okay, I'm going to start this potluck of... <laughs> and what were you bringing again? Some 
Some, crappy, some macaroni she bought at the store. H-E-B macaroni salad. And knowing you, if you did make it, you'd probably undercook the macaroni. Sir, <laughs> I can a... make mac. I can make some good noodles. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Ramen. <laughs> don't even look at me, Jesse. I <laughs> have not said anything. <laughs> you just I, like, um... had that 100-yard stare. <laughs> oh, you mean the trauma? I, uh, I flash uh, back to every meal? <laughs> <laughs> anyway it's like a ratatouille word yeah but it's all it's, it's like all a, sad it's trauma a, it's a core memory <laughs> anyways i know sal's like been eating all the food at your house but as soon as he comes here he's like mom no <laughs> uh, what <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't eat, eat here yeah oh really he like snacks. it's yeah oh, okay like i tried never never mind let's just yeah. let's just carry on <laughs> anyways all right so uh i'm just gonna go ahead and start the Husak Tunnel is a four-and-a-half-mile railroad tunnel located in western Massachusetts. This tunnel began construction in the year of 1851 and lasted up until 1875, a total of 24 years. At its time of completion, it was the sen- second-longest tunnel in the world, but was the longest tunnel in North America. As you might have guessed, during the construction of this tunnel, there were accidents and casualties, 135 verifiable deaths, and another 195 that were injured. The tunnel's reputation gained itself a morbid nickname, the Bloody Pit. Workers died of explosions, falling rocks, and accidents involving ladders and scaffolding. The deadliest accident happened on October 17, 1867 in the central shaft. While workers were digging the tunnel, uh, the tunnel's 1,028-foot vertical exhaust shaft, a candle in the hoist building ignited naphtha fumes that had leaked from a gasometer lamp. An explosion set the hoist on fire and collapsed into the shaft. 13 men that were working 583 feet below the top of the shaft were trapped by falling uh, naphtha and pieces of iron. After pumps were destroyed, the shafts began to fill with water. The next day, a worker was lowered into the shaft by rope and reported no survivors after almost succumbing to the fumes himself. Tragically, it was found several months later that some of the workers survived long enough at the bottom of the shaft to have created a raft before suffocating from the fumes. Oh, oh, During the time between the explosion and when the bodies of the workers were recovered, locals claimed to see vague shapes and muffled uh, whales near the tunnel. Other workers claimed to see the miners carrying picks and shovels through the mist and snow at the mountaintop. It's said that after the bodies were given a proper burial, the figures were no longer seen, but the moans of the workers could still be heard in the tunnel. Four years after the explosion, a Dr. Clifford J. Owens visited the tunnel with a drilling superintendent named James McKinsey. The following is an account that was supposedly published in a Michigan newspaper, and I'm just going to read it verbatim. You do that. <laughs> On the night of June 25th, 1872, James McKinstry and I entered the great excavation at precisely 11.30 p.m. 
We had traveled about two full miles into the shaft when we finally halted to rest. Except for the dim, smoky light cast by our lamps, the place was as cold and dark as a tomb. James and I stood there talking for a minute or two and were just about to turn back when suddenly I heard a strange, mournful sound. It was just as if someone or something was suffering great pain. The next thing I saw was a dim light coming along the tunnel from a westerly direction. At first, I believed it was probably a workman with a lantern. Yet, as the light grew closer, it took on a strange blue color and appeared to change shape almost into the form of a human being without a head. Oh, shit. The light seemed to be floating along about a foot or two above the tunnel floor. In the next instant, it felt as if the temperature had suddenly dropped and a cold, icy chill ran up and down my spine. The headless form came so close that I could have reached out and touched it, but I was too terrified to move. For what seemed like an eternal... The headless form came so close that I could have reached out and touched it, but I was too terrified to move. For what seemed like an eternity, McKinstry and I just stood there, gaping at the headless thing like two wooden Indians. The blue light remained motionless for a few seconds, as if it were actually looking us over, then floated off toward the east end of the shaft and vanished into thin air. Another popular story involves three men who were explosive experts. On March 20th, 1985, Ned Brinkman, Billy Nash, and Ringo Kelly planted a charge of nitro and ran toward a safety bunker. Unfortunately, Brinkman and Nash were buried alive under a ton of rocks after Kelly had prematurely set off the charge. Hmm. Kelly, the lone survivor of the accident, had disappeared at some point and did not reappear until March 30th, 1866. His body was found two miles inside the tunnel in the exact spot Brinkman and Nash died. He had been strangled to death. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. (laughs) With no suspects, the murder went unsolved, but the workers had their own theories. They believed that Kelly was killed by the spirits of Brinkman and Nash, seeking revenge for their own untimely deaths. Damn. I know. To further add to the story, a man would be heard crying out in agony, frightening the workers to the point that they would sometimes refuse to work at night. On October 16, 1874, a local hunter named Frank Webster vanished. Three days later, he was discovered by a search party stumbling along the banks of the Deerfield River in a state of shock. He claimed to have heard voices ordering him into the tunnel, and once inside the tunnel, saw ghostly figures wandering about. He then claimed that his rifle was taken from him and beat over the head with it. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. When he was found by the party, he had no weapon. One former worker, Joseph Impoco, had incredible instances where he believes the ghosts of the tunnel actually saved him twice. The first incident, he said, was when he was chipping ice from the railroad track when he heard a voice say, Run, Joe, run. When he turned around, he saw a train coming at him. He jumped back and when looked around for a person, saw no one. And he had said that he heard the voice before he heard the train. Six weeks later, 
Joe was again working on the icy tracks. This time, a voice shouted, Joe. Joe, drop it. Joe. He dropped the bar, and it was instantly struck and smashed against the tunnel wall by 11,000 volts of electricity from a short-circuited overhead power line. And that's it. Um, I just want to say I got this information uh, from a website called the huskatunnel.net and Wikipedia. Or Husak Tunnel, sorry. But anywho's, yeah, that's it. Cool. There was a lot of murder and mayhem yeah, back then. No yeah. Shit. yeah. I'm pretty sure it had a lot to do with money, too. And, you know, you hear stories. You also reminded me hmm. uh, of an old nickname that I used to have when I was younger. Yeah. I was, a, I was an explosive expert, if oh you know what I mean. God. <laughs> Premature explosive expert. <laughs> <laughs> can't win them all. I can't with y'all. So, anywho's, yeah, it's that either, was the Hussack Big Tunnel. Show at the beginning. <laughs> 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 Look at that stare. Jesus Christ. I'm used to it. <laughs> it oh, has man. no effect on me anymore. <laughs> no, yeah, once that, you, that, that's, that's child's play in comparison to Eva. So once once you get, uh, once, once they try to murk you with some raw chicken, <laughs> <laughs> you expect death. It was medium rare, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I eat mashed potatoes. I don't even flinch. I'm on a bit mm, bleachy. Whatever. <laughs> 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 just take the feathers off. Yeah. Anywho's. Is it your turn? No. I cleaned the bowl on the way out. <laughs> I don't remember whose turn it is. <laughs> it's my turn. Okay. Where's my fork? And <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. She's she off. lost her fork. <laughs> this is not, you know, hood red ASMR. Yeah, was it? Did I tell you the time she tried to feed me a uh, rat poison? Like those taki blue takis? Oh god! Tiny blue takis. <laughs> Jesus, what these kids nowadays. I don't know. <laughs> Just messing with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she saw shitties onto me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at the <laughs> at the store. What if the rat weighs like two hundred and ten <laughs> pounds? How much of this do I need? <laughs> <laughs> he's about you know 5 11 to i mean the rat is Jesus lady that's a big rat <laughs> okay okay it's it's my turn it's okay. my turn you ready mm-hmm. so i got one that's very special i i think it's uh pretty interesting because it actually introduced me to a whole different thing that i was not familiar with and Ooh. i didn't even know i think i know where we're going oh shit is this the sama hayek feet um <laughs> No? No. Okay, my bad. Why are you looking at me like that? Both of you. (laughs) Hey, look. I don't have... I don't want to, like, put her feet in my mouth. Nothing like that. Just like her. (sighs) Just want to throw that out there. Just make it clear. Yeah. Anyways. God damn. (laughs) Such conviction behind that anyways. No no feet fetish. I mean, if she hits me with the... I'm going to slap you. So, All right, continue. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's the alcohol. Okay. <laughs> okay, so have you ever heard of spirit keeping? No. So it, it is the act or the practice of an uh, individual actually uh, willingly taking in a haunted object and taking care of the spirit that possesses that haunted object. So Zach Bagans is a professional spirit keeper. <sighs> 
No, technically you have to do it yourself or you get someone else to do it for you. Exactly. And it normally uh, entails you uh, like some type of incantation, a bag with uh, the, the eye item that you want possessed or like to be inhabited by the spirit. Fuck Zach Baggins. <laughs> like a used condom. Ew. Oh my God. He's all, that's how he got uh, goat bro. What? Oh my God. <laughs> Anyways. So, uh, yeah, and and uh, not all, not only do they kind of just use like because there's actually a rich history behind spirit keeping because you can also use them as like spirit guides. They're they're not uh, what, what's the word I'm looking to use? They're not like initially like uh, bad spirits. They are most of the time like you're trying to get a good spirit to inhabit one of these objects so that they may coincide with you, like dwell with you at the same time, guide you, give you uh, advice and so on and so forth. Wash so your dishes. Friends. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah. It's they're, an imaginary friend. Yeah, no, yeah, and and that's essentially what they are uh, is is a companion in life, and um, that's not to say that. At the time of invocation, that that a bad spirit can't come in and steal the item for itself, right? Because there are three different type of, I, I guess, magics or whatever at work at this. Uh, there's dark, black, and white magics. Typically, you want a white uh, magic instance to actually work. Okay, so... I actually was able to acquire a story from uh, a now friend of the podcast uh, that she actually was gifted one of these items. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. So she was uh, gracious enough to allow me to retell her story on the podcast. And I hope you like it because I actually found it really interesting. She gave me some more details about the the uh, item in question. And she's actually trying to get rid of it. And it's being shipped here as we speak. Oh, where to your house? No, to your house. (laughs) (laughs) A good chance face. (laughs) So wait, wait till wait till you hear your new friend. Okay, you ready? Maybe he could help you. You know, wash dishes. Maybe it's a raccoon. Macaroni. (laughs) Okay, are you ready? Mm -hmm. Okay, so it starts off as uh, a friend of mine gave me a haunted doll, and I have no idea what to do with it. A friend of mine gave me a supposed haunted doll for my birthday. I, of course, believe in the paranormal and try to stay far away from aggravating the peace or touching something I should not. She told me the doll was haunted by a little spirit named Amber. I was given toys and an explanation on how to keep her content. She gave me incense an explanation of how to communicate with her, a spirit box type thing, and two ball lights that the doll is supposed to set off, dowsing rods, and a heavy pendulum. I can't share any pictures of the doll or any of the screenshots due to being limited to my, you know, the PC that she's using, but there is the description she sent for the doll. Amber is the spirit of a six-year-old girl who is full of energy. When she was alive, she wanted to be a grown-up so bad. She would join her mom in manicures and pedicures and put on face masks. She loved having slumber parties with her friends and playing with Barbies. She loved coloring and putting on her mom's makeup as well. Her mom wasn't too happy about that. Amber didn't have a bad childhood. She was raised by loving parents and was killed way too soon when she was de- when she developed a rare illness that stumped doctors. She was very sad. She passed away and wishes she could have grown up. Now she is looking for a home where she can have toys to play with, 
friends and a nice keeper who will take care of her. She loves food offerings and juice offerings. She is active and will uh, will run around the house, knocking on walls and move her toys. She is very sweet and will make a great spirit friend for the first time spirit keeper or more advanced. She can't wait to find a new forever home. She does leave her vessel often and follow you around, so if you feel a presence behind you, that's most likely Amber. Just trying to see what you're doing. Jennifer's faces as you're reading this are hilarious. She's like, I don't know about what this. Her faces are hilarious. I'm all like, let me get candy on the phone. You want this? She communicates very well with all divination tools and loves her stuffed animals. If you feel you can give her a forever home, she's here waiting for you. So what in the world do I do? And that's the question she asks, right? So uh, what do you think? gave her my address. (laughs) So what do you think of your new friend? No. No. (laughs) She's going to sit outside. Oh, my God. Why? No. No. (laughs) Why? You you wouldn't want to try this? Hell no. Oh, my God. She eats hot fries with a fork. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, she doesn't even go that dangerous, you know. This is true. Yeah, I believe it. Damn it. If my phone would load up some of the messages, I could give you some of the details on uh, your new friend. Hmm. What? Why? Why? (laughs) Don't be afraid. This is a good thing. Well, if if it comes back up, we'll we'll I'll I'll give you some more details. But right now, for some reason, my service is acting up. But that is the for story. She started reason for some. Yeah, because my phone's <laughs> working all right. Everybody's phone's working all right for some reason. <laughs> it already started. You see, dogs barking for no reason oh, at all. Shit. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I didn't do nothing. Yeah, you left my haunted clown outside. Binky? Yeah, yes, that's his Binky. home. What? <laughs> that is not his home. It is now. <laughs> All right, but uh, what do you think? Okay. That's, that's I, mean, the... she, I think the story would have been all right to her, but when she found out she's going to be the... I like The mom. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell she's matured because that's the first time she's ever put a clown outside. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. With those nice hands. I swear to God. <laughs> swear to me. <laughs> anyway. Oh, here it goes. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, let's, no. let's see. Uh, <laughs> so she she did say that she was going to send uh, some pictures of the doll so that you could get a, a first looking at her. Acquainted. <laughs> Is this so, my forever home? Ooh. What are you looking at me for? Huh? <laughs> uh, it's not in this message. I'll find them later. But yeah. Uh, no, Jen, I'm just joking. It's not coming here. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> it was a cool story because it's not coming here. <laughs> but no, it, so it did It did introduce me to that whole new practice that I am. Now, Jesus Christ. What? You're fucking driving like... A, a, a nitroglycerin fucking tanker through a glass making I'm sorry warehouse it's water 
Jesus. You're, you're just hitting the mic a lot. That's I'm what sorry. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm Bobby sorry. Boucher, can you calm down with that uh, water, please? Uh, <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. Anyways, I'm sorry. Um, that was a great story now that I know it's not coming to my house. Um, that is very interesting. Would um, you ever be interested in trying it, though? No. Why not? Because I'm a fucking chicken shit. So, <laughs> so it, it's funny, right? So while I was doing a little bit of the research on like the binding and the actual spirit keeping practice, <coughs> um, so actually, I don't know if it's uh, borrowed from like uh, respecting duendes because I I, I was gonna do one about uh, duendes today, mm -hmm. right? But instead, I found this one very interesting, and I wanted to share this one because I thought her story was great. But uh, you're supposed to actually throw, like, food offerings behind you so that you don't see, like, the spirit actually come and take it. Lola's uh, going to eat it. <laughs> yeah, Lola's going to eat it. Hey, so d does it, um in that story, do you have maybe, like, uh, around what era this uh, little girl Ooh, was alive? I don't, I do not. But uh, in in <clears throat> some of the research that I've done, uh, it doesn't have to be specific to any era or any type of Well, I was of just item. curious about this little girl, though, in, in, oh, in particular. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't get any of the details. Because, like I said, this uh, this person, they were actually gifted this doll. And uh, from what the way she describes it, she was just kind of surprised at it. And she wasn't too keen on the idea of like spirit keeping uh, and that's why she she is actually trying to rehome it mm. so there is still the possibility that i'm going to tell her to send it here but um yeah she she didn't want to tr attempt at spirit keeping so she is trying to rehome i'm pretty it. sure if it was a blow-up doll she could get rid of it a lot faster <laughs> there'd be a lot of people there, there would uh, a lot I'll of spirits it. would be kept yeah. in that oh yeah yeah definitely definitely it would be easy to get rid of i would just leave it out at a park and be like here you go go play <laughs> no. and somebody's gonna pick you oh, up that's so terrible <laughs> Well, my uh, <laughs> someone uses it, but like as a like spirit keeping like a flashlight and just reseal it and put it out there for someone. <laughs> some some uh, what is it? Brackenridge Park. Just throw it out there. Let's some... continue to the next story. <laughs> some... Jesus, it's your turn. It's my turn. Okay, that's what then she I said. Guess we're not continuing then. She cut that all I got what right, time is me, it? All right. Give me a I second. have blood work tomorrow, so I gotta stop drinking beer at a certain time. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Gonna... <laughs> Just put your pinky up while you're <laughs> No? Okay. All right. So you guys ready? Yeah, yeah. Hit me with it. All right, well. Um, an old friend of mine from elementary hit me up uh, to, you know, kind of remind me <laughs> about uh, stuff that when I guess she listens to the to the podcast and uh, went back and forth on messages uh, as far as, you know, what's going on. A lot of stuff got cut out um, just, you know, privacy wise and all that stuff, whatever. So, um there's going to be no names. It's just going to be kind of like a quick uh, run through of it. And I felt it appropriate to title it uh, The Smiling Mirror. So um, I'll kind of read how everything got started. Uh, I've known you from elementary. Uh, and then growing up, 
we both went through a weird phase in middle school. <laughs> um, we both got into uh, the occult, started uh, deep diving into it. And at some point, we weren't really close friends, but we would talk about uh, the paranormal. So as we got into a deep dive of it, uh, you gave me a couple book references and stuff I should look out for and, you know, things I should do. But nothing really came of it. Um, it never really stuck in my head up until way later on. Uh, as uh, I grew up and you had moved away, you know, uh, new friends, trying a whole bunch of new stuff, crazy parties started getting really into the occult back again along with um all my friends that were into it as i became really close to this one friend of mine me and her really had the same spark and zest for the occult and supernatural <clears throat> we would go to the, all the shops in uh, mexico ask all the ladies get our cards read um eventually we both started practicing tarot and reading our own cards to each other fun all the time especially around other people became really entertaining we even started practicing spells together and we both swore it up and down that they worked but in the back of our heads we both always kind of doubted if they really worked or if we just wanted them to work as time passed by probably over seven years we headed to this little bookshop while we were vacationing, I came across this book, Voodoo. I never really got into it. I was more of a Wiccan type girl. And as I read the spell, everything that was on the list flashed me back to that one conversation me and you had. And I blurted out, not thinking. I remember this, of course, which caused my friend to get her nose out of her book and come start asking me questions after telling her what i remembered choppy as it may she did a big old smirk and said we should try this tonight with drinks oh shit of course overly excited i said yes we have to and we've been about we went about our day but as soon as the night came we got to work we got everything ready we weren't really amateurs, but we really weren't really pros. But we started the ritual, and when it, it came time for each one to bring our own tides, I remember something you told me that was very crucial that you said was important, and I followed it. That was one of the biggest mistakes I ever made. <laughs> um, as everything proceeded to the night and we finished up, nothing really happened. We didn't really feel strange. We didn't really see anything manifest, but we felt as if it could possibly have happened. Now recalling, it was a big mistake. Then we decided to go out and nothing came of it and we just let the, the night go on. Now in retrospect, with all the chain of events that happened in my life, I know exactly it came from that uh, that one incident. Nothing really happened to my friend, but it was me. Um, the first thing I could remember is I started to isolate myself, kind of staying away from all our social groups. I just wanted to be in my room in my apartment 
occasionally going out to have fun. But for the most part, I really didn't enjoy myself. I had this newfound comfort in my apartment and in my own uh, company. But then my belongings started to move. Oh, shit. Borderline disappear sometimes, which led me to think I was suffering some kind of manic breakdown due to the fact that a lot of uh, family issues and work-related problems were happening at the time. But now, retrospect, it was just all leading up to that one terrible event that changed my life. Then I started to have daydreams. Wonderful ones. Someone coming up and holding my hand. Someone coming up behind me and embracing me. It got so vivid that at some point I would clench my hand or I would kind of embrace myself to reciprocate that warmth that I would feel. It's not until they started to turn semi-violent night into semi-violent nightmares at night. That eventually led for me to have physical marks that even after a week, they would still stay on there. Like deep hickeys. After a while, it became too much and I had to tell someone, which I confided in my sister-in-law, which is also super interested in the supernatural like me. And after telling her everything, she noticed the pattern and she took me to go get a cleansing. I was told a couple of things that I really didn't agree with and it seemed to make things worse, which eventually led to her telling her mother, which prompted her involvement really quick and a even quicker trip across the border. Um, as we got further away from the city, I started to feel a little bit sense of relief, like everything was going to be okay. Not really knowing what was going on. All her mom could tell me was everything's going to be okay. And I know this person and they do really good work. Oh shit. So as we show up to the medicine man's house, (coughs) I thought it was going to be some kind of spectacular, majestic place, but it was just the house, just a normal house with normal things in it. With a normal man greeting us to come in. It's only till I got into the cleansing room. And as soon as I stepped foot in there, I started to feel nauseous and a sense of urgency that came over me. But after a few cleanses, um, I was able to gather myself back together. And he told me, it's something that follows you and something that's attached to you. I'm guessing ever since you did that thing that you said you did. I can get it to leave you alone. But I can't get it to go away. I didn't know what that meant at the time. But as far as I knew, I accepted it. So he started. Then the 45 to almost 55 of our cleansing of herbs, incense, cigars, alcohol, spraying, just went on and on. Oh my God. I was it's like a Vegas night. Yeah. I was, uh, I was also to be nude as all these people, you know, prayed for me. The one thing that I noticed is he had a small hand mirror enough to fit in the palm of his hand. For about 35 minutes after that, everything was over. I was told to open my eyes and I can just remember my sister-in-law's mother's face looked extremely almost worrisome. I didn't think 
too much of it. As they said, everything was done. I got, we gathered our stuff. I took a shower and we went back home. I can say that everything immediately started to go back to normal. I started to go out. My social circle accepted me back again. My work, my family, everything went back to normal. Only up until I started to notice that every time I would get close to a mirror, I would always see someone at the corner of my eye. Of course, me thinking that it was just all in my head, I never really put much stock into it. It's not until I actually started to see the facial features of this man. Caramel skin, fairly tall, slender, smooth face. Slightly stubbly, balding hair at the top. But what really frightened me now that I could actually see this man is that this man had no face, no eyes, no nose, just the mouth. And it was at always the point that I would completely realize that he was there, that he would either smirk or smile at me. Nothing intimidating, just kind of how you would meet someone in the middle of the street that knew you. Yeah. I didn't know what to do because it didn't stop. It just kept going. Every reflection, anything that kind of mirrored something. If it took long enough and I looked into it, there he was. I had had enough and I broke down. I went to my sister-in-law's mother, which led to her contacting the medicine man, which told me, yeah, that's going to be normal. He's not hurting you, is he? Which I answered no, which he really wasn't. It was just his present was always around. Now I can tell you safely that I don't like any mirrors in my house. Sometimes I don't even look at like looking at my own reflection. But I can't say I've gotten used to it. But just know there's no mirrors in my house right now. Damn it. That's cool. That well, was... I mean, that's <clears throat> kind of... Yeah. Weird, right? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Do you remember that, that incident where... Um, you whatever it is that you guys did. No, I didn't do anything. That no. was uh, all her. I just remember we would uh, occasionally talk about like certain things. So you weren't there when? No, when no, I, I was oh, not. Okay. Yeah, I was not present on any of that. <laughs> so do you <laughs> know what they're talking about? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what they're talking about. I just didn't want to put details of what book and what to do and whatnot. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Cool, very yeah, cool. I don't know what they did. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, because they didn't tell us what the what the ritual was or whatever the yeah. practice. Yeah, because I don't want to go and, and and do it by accident and then you know next. Oh, there's time. no accident. There's no stumbling upon <laughs> upon it. It's like a a set thing. That's then, what she said. Yeah. <laughs> then I do have one shorter one that um I came into contact with this really nice man. Okay. Uh, with this family and just super cool i just started talking to him about uh nothing spooky just barbecue regular old barbecue and then it just so happened we started talking about this podcast and 
you know, it got kind of cool, but then weird at the same time. <laughs> so uh, that's all my sexual encounters. Yeah. No, so you like know, a first date. Yeah. Talking about barbecue, uh, other stuff, life, kids, everything, and yeah, he's like, I'm, I've never experienced anything. You know, it's cool. I want to experience that. But when I got my order. I uh, got my stuff and I started, you know, I said, hey, well, I'll see y'all guys later. And as I started walking out, he said, you know what? I'll walk with you to the truck. You know, orders still sitting, the kids, everybody was still there. And as we were walking away, he's like, I actually have had one paranormal thing happen to me. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Yeah. He, he, you know, he confessed to me. Yes, he has had one weird thing, but it was really weird. So weird that like. The amount of people that he has told is very limited because of how fucking weird it is. Yeah, yeah. And he just had a funny feeling that he could tell me. And I want to tell you, it is really fucking really weird. Okay, uh, again, right. no judgment passed. I just, it's a really odd happening. Like eating hot fries <clears throat> with a fork? Uh, even stranger, sir. But okay. yes, oh, it is wow. in that realm. <laughs> so... I'll start off, you know, it's not, it's just going to name where he's from, uh, but nothing more other than the incident. So, hey, I'm 46 years old from Guadalupe County. Uh, fun fact that I didn't know that he told me is that now it's called Santa Clara. And that was established somewhere around the late 90s, I think he says, but yeah. I never really experienced anything supernatural paranormal except for this. And it's pretty out there. I don't really tell people. The few people that I did, it kind of got me out of friend groups. So let me get started. I've lived here all my life. That The strangest thing I ever saw up until that was a deer walking backwards. Hmm. What the fuck? Just a deer walking backwards. Yeah, just a deer walking okay. backwards. These are, that's the closest I can come up to. Uh, <laughs> weird. That that is the strangest thing that he's ever seen at that time. At the, from that. Okay, okay. I was gonna say like, because I would still I've never seen a deer walk backwards. Now there's not really much to do around here, and you can get bored pretty quick. So you find lots of ways to entertain yourself, and on this specific day. It seemed like it was really boring. Boringer than any of the rest of the days that I had had. So I decided I'm going to do some light yard work and get out of the house. Because at that time, my current girlfriend was really getting on my nerves. <laughs> decided to take a little breather from the light yard work that I was doing. Little to none. Especially... <laughs> it was especially hot that day. You know how it gets down here. So I decided... A little bit further down the property to kind of just sit down ended up being laying down just kind of gaze into the nothingness i was just gazing straight up probably past the field not really focused on anything it's just what i would do kind of zone out it's not until I kind of realized something in my periphery up above the tree lines. I didn't really pay any attention to it because hawks and whatnot stuff. It's not until 
Out of the corner of my eye, I saw it dropping, kind of like a balloon that's been weighted. Now as this balloon that was weighted started dropping closer and closer into my periphery, I started to feel this sudden sense of panic come over me and a tightness in my chest. I started to get nervous, nervous enough that it actually made me sit up. I started to glance around, not really knowing what I was looking for. It's not until I decided to look back up and what I saw really baffled me at first. It was a man. What the fuck? Yeah, a man. Just a man up there. Floating. In a suit. Too far up for me to have any kind of facial expressions. Just a man in a suit floating above me. What the fuck? I, like I said, I couldn't tell what race, ethnicity. He was just a man up there. He was low enough for me to see that he was wearing a suit. Black with a white shirt. Maybe a tie. I don't know why I stayed there and I just kept staring. But I was mesmerized. I wanted to know if maybe it was a kite. Something motorized. Anything. Or maybe I had just gone crazy. I don't know. Stayed there for quite a while as this man just floated, suspended up there. Decided to get up, start walking back into my house. It's not immediately that the panic kicked in, up until I realized that it was following me. Not super fast or anything, but just kind of gliding with me. A little bit further up than what it was before. Not an incredible speed just gently floating with me as I walked back to my house. It was a good distance. I never realized how much of a distance until then. About quarter to my house, I started speeding to full-fledged running inside the house. As soon as I went in, my girlfriend knew something was off. So what's going on? I threw it off as some kind of like horned bee thing that was happening. I don't really remember that was chasing me back. She laughed it off, left me alone. You'd think it would end there. It didn't. Me being me, I had to keep going into the windows and checking to see if it was out there. Yeah, it was still floating up there. What the fuck? This man was floating up there for 45 minutes. After I was inside the house. I kept checking, still there. After a while, I started to kind of get mad at myself. What am I doing? Just looking out like I was 10 years old. I have guns. Or I could call the police. But then what would I tell them? There's a guy floating up there waiting for me. <laughs> yeah. Finally, decided to get enough courage in me. I went and got my hunting rifle. Had a normal scope. Nothing too crazy. Said, you know what? I'm going to go out there. See what it is. Shoot it down if I have to. Yeah. Sure enough, start getting all my stuff ready. My girlfriend gets really suspicious because I got chased in by some kind of insect and now I'm getting my hunting rifle. Started asking me some stuff. I don't remember how the conversation went, but I stepped out with my firearm. But as soon as I got out there, he was gone. Didn't see him. Left me with more questions than anything. 
I can tell you that I have no explanation of what I think it might be other than what I know I saw. It's up to you whether you think I'm crazy or you think I'm making up, making it up, but I'll tell you this. Yeah, I still think about him. Do I still go out as much into my yard like I used to? No. Do I think about him floating above me when I'm driving my car or oh, I'm shit. somewhere out there? Yeah. Damn. So up until this day, even when I'm out with family, drinking outside my house, I'm always fearful to see that flying man. Damn. So has he done any research like if he was the only person that's ever seen this anywhere around that area? No, he, or... he's, he told like, <clears throat> I think he said like three people. And three people and, like, his uh, girlfriend at the time about this flying guy. And they were, like, and I asked them, like, you know, not in a rude way. But, it's like, did you ever do any kind of, like, drugs or anything? Yeah, yeah. at the time. And he's, like, do I look like I do drugs? I said, not, I said, not really. He goes, I drink. And I was, like, well, I drink, too. He's, like, well, have you ever seen a man flying when you drink? And I go, oh, no. Cause I think I would stop immediately if that was the... <laughs> the case so it's funny you say that because uh more and more sightings of but but granted this is completely different than what this uh this person says that he witnessed right but there has been more and more sightings of a piloted suit like man flying in a piloted suit in the air like airlines have have started to see him and witness him uh, people have been able to see him like flying through the mountains enough to where like it's garnered enough interest that people are asking like hey is this some type of government i mean uh, if you look experiment? online there's all kinds of flying well, suits well, so, and the, so, the so is... we had this minor minor little discussion about it so okay just retrospect of oh. So, if you say you saw a flying saucer, it's not really out there. If you say you saw something that you couldn't identify, that's not that far out there. Right. Hell, you could even say you saw a dragon, maybe a, a thunderbird up there. And some people would be like, I heard something like that. Okay. But he was like, when you say you saw a man flying, yeah. but not really, just hovering yeah. And then you go, well. And he was wearing a suit. Yeah. Then that, you know, it kind of starts to go, I don't know, man. You know, maybe you should be on some kind of meds. Or, <laughs> or, yeah. Or you should right, quit taking right. too much meds. Yeah. yeah one know, or the other. Because yeah. he's like, it's yeah. just such a odd thing that happened. I mean, he, he yeah. really, when I could, you know, I, when he was telling me, I was like, he's like, yeah, it's just this fucking guy that's up there so like, did he answer yeah. the question when you asked him hey do you uh you know were you under the influence of any no no he, of... yeah he answered he's like i've never i've okay. never done anything because you know i've actually spoken to people that have been under the influence before of you know uh, uh illegal drugs and stuff yeah, and yeah, some of too. their stories you Are know really fucking yeah, out there. yeah it is it is way out there and of course we dismiss it as oh well of course you're under the influence yeah. but you know, we never really know if those drugs actually just open what you could really see. You know, because oh, yeah. some of those stories are like, wow, man, that's way out there. You know, I mean, it's, but if you hear of a kid says that same story, you're like, well, yeah, because their mm-hmm. imagination, yeah, yeah, their imagination or their, their mind is a little bit more open because it ain't polluted with all these things that are real 
and unreal. Right, you know? right. Well, so, my thing is just well, he seemed really like adamant about like I'm not gonna tell you know like he was like I'm gonna tell you because I know I haven't told that many people and the people that you know they might not listen to whatever and even if they do they'll be like oh yeah that guy you know it's just yeah yeah it's such a fucking weird well yeah. the thing that i want to know is uh what meal did you get was it the little smokies with the barbecue sauce <laughs> no sir uh we we, we oh sorry <laughs> Damn, look at that face. What? I'm Stop. Just, that's I'm just crazy. a normal face. Gotcha, that's normal guys. face? That's normal face. Gotcha. Yeah. See? God damn, yeah, that's man. what it looks like? That's normal what? face. Yeah. I'm that's literally just face. waiting for you to tell us what you were eating. You're wait. Yeah. What were you eating, Jesse? Were I you had, eating Little Smokies? No, I had a delicious shrimp po' boy. Ooh, okay. Very nice. Was oh, that okay, Miha? Is that all right, well, sweetie? Why pie? would I care? Well, I don't know. We want she to know why you would care. Me, right? wait, 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 wait. Take your headphones on. She's going to hit the fucking mic. She doesn't care. Oh, yeah. water jug. I don't know why the water jug isn't on the other side. Because it makes sense. <laughs> you actually have two cups. Yeah. You have the uh, three-gallon water jug, and then you have the one-gallon of uh, stainless steel thing. Of margarita. Of, oh, is that what that is? Yeah, that's yeah. margarita. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She industrializes her fucking drinks. Yeah. Anyways. Industrial Mama anyway. calls it tackling fuel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. And and where was this? And you said Guadalupe County or Guadalupe County. Where's that at? Here in Texas, right? Yes, sir. Uh now known as Santa Clara. Mm. Is that over there by Houston? No. No. I no? thought it's... it was like by uh New Braunfels. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. Floating man. Well, that's scary as fuck. Is it? Yeah. I it's. I don't know what I would do. I'd take pictures to prove that I'm not crazy. But like you know, like you like wouldn't a, be able to though because it's so high up. Our phone cameras would just. I mean, so, anything. If you could see a silhouette of a man, I mean, it would. It would. So here, here, here's my question, right? Like, I, I want you to dig deep, dig deep, and that's what like, she said. Like, like a, like a, a Bloom Camp film, if tomorrow right the 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 reveal that like superhumans existed how do you think you would feel i'd be pissed that i wasn't one yeah exactly <laughs> i was well, cheated how, out how would you know you weren't one? Oh, yeah. yeah that's right i got sweaty hands and feet yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's super my superpower yeah. yeah you don't know that aqua chick yeah it's a lame superpower no it's not actually you'd be able to uh to slip out of any hole <laughs> No and, handcuffs would hold you. And torture oh terrorists. They'd yeah. have them there. Come and put your hands on them. No, not Get information that. out. Just do this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Make them drink it. Drink Ew. my sweat Gross. after I got Cheetos. She would waterboard them with yeah. her, her hands. <laughs> I'll tell you anything. <laughs> she would walk in the room and just. All right. Yeah. But it would just be a sweat. They're like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Or like. Easy transportation, man. She just like, yeah, there you go. So I'm part of the X Men, just so you know. Yeah, yeah. Just like yes. raindrop, just like raindrop Paul, girl. Is it that uh, Paul Bunyan on those buttered uh, <laughs> things from Looney Tune, just skating oh around? Oh my god! No, honestly, I'd actually. Uh, I don't know how I would feel. I don't want it to sound too cheesy. I'd be like, wow. This I'd is be pissed. Really I cool. would. I, I, I. Same thing with Jan. I was like, God darn it! Well, I was in you, there when they were giving out the fucking. How would you know? What do you mean? Yeah, like, how would you know? 
Well, I can't fly. I would assume that they'd come out with like the X Men. You know, so well, so well, the question is, have you ever tried to fly? Right, so yeah. th- there's actually this really, really, really good creepy pasta that actually kind of made me tear up uh, while reading it. That was actually kind of inspiring, right? It was, it was, it was uh, one story of a compilation of stories that kind of inspired me to try to work on my own personal writing, right? And the the creepy pasta, I guess I don't even know if you would consider it a creepy pasta because it has nothing to do with like being creepy so what ends up happening is the world is ending and uh there's this lady who's taking care of these kids at daycare and she doesn't want to leave even though she wants to because you know she wants to go be with her family but these kids are still at the daycare and she has to sit there and take care of them and throughout the the like the world ending like the world shakes and she says that she feels it and she's trying to feed the kids pizza and keep them occupied and keep them from being scared she plays these games with them as like the fires start to erupt all around and stuff like that and by the end of the story what ends up happening is the kids she was taking care of were the superheroes that were finally revealed at the end of the story they were their kids right so these superheroes actually come out and be revealed and they save the world and the kids that she was taking care of were actually theirs and they come and they pick you know they pick up their kids and stuff and i was like wow that was such a it's so much better written than i'm describing it right now but uh i would actually like to like jen to read it because it's it's so good it's so good well back to the point that uh he was saying, "How would you know? Like, uh, oh, Unbreakable yeah, true, true. is a perfect thing. Like, I love Unbreakable. He, well, see, and that's why never... I used that's why I used like the the Bloom Bloom Camp film style like reveal. Yeah, like, he, there's you know, how do you know you're out there? bulletproof if you've never gotten shot at? Like, oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. how do you know you can breathe well, underwater I mean, that, when you've never? And that's why I loved Brightside. Brightside was so fucking good. I loved Brightside. Yeah. Did you? Oh yeah, Brightside? yeah, yeah. And well, then it goes to the to the opposite side of it. When you go to Mr. Glass, like that's his thing. Like, what mm-hmm. if your unfortunately your thing is to have a you're you're, you're brittle, power, but you were a genius yeah. at the same time. Yeah, like how would you? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's things that I actually kind of contemplate. Like, like man, you're really cool. good at uh, I don't know, Magic the Gathering, but you have horrible body <laughs> odor. You know, you know, it's, <laughs> that's actually a thing that that actually goes around. I think that's just yeah. normal. <laughs> yeah, that is normal. Hey, Help you You're yeah. a great artist, but you can barely hold your pen because it's slipping out of your yeah. sweaty hands. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There's one. Anyways, <laughs> my sister. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, you know what? I was thinking about this uh, creepy update just to let you guys know. You know, the other day we were here and uh, you cooked that those badass jalapenos with bacon and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I uh, ate them last night. You know, the leftovers and stuff. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Knock those out. Woke up this morning, you know, Wednesdays, flea market day. It's like 30 degrees. So like, screw it. I'm going to go to flea market anyway. When got me some hot chocolate. While I'm drinking the hot chocolate, I'm burping the jalapenos and hot chocolate, dude. And I'm like, shit. (laughs) Then I get to the flea market. You know, they have the, like, the porta-potties, those really nasty-ass <laughs> restrooms, dude, and my stomach just starts, guess what we got to do? Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, man. 30-degree oh, oh. toilet seats. <laughs> I was like, 
30 degree toilet seats with a 200 degree. (laughs) Yeah. And and I sort of got, dude, in that flea market, it's like guys go in there and like, let's see how much piss I could put on the seat before someone sits. And I'm like, fuck, man. Their mothers didn't teach them how to aim. Yeah. Or they didn't even want to try. Like, they don't care. Like, yeah. yeah." I was like, Jesus Christ. I know somebody's going to have to come in here and take shit. Yeah. Talk about Tejano explosion, dude. I was like, holy shit, Batman. Anyway, don't eat uh, poppers and hot chocolate. Yeah, that make, that that's a uh, PSA right there. I don't think anybody has to be told that. Okay. <laughs> it's just a someone should have fucking, fucking told me, man. Someone should have told me. I was that, like, holy that's, shit, that's Batman. your superpower. You did. That's just, my superpower. I just want to say, I didn't know I shouldn't mix these foods. Any hot dairy so early in the morning and being out and about. Yeah, I, I've learned that. And it was just fucking terrible. I was like, it Jesus is, it Christ. is. Gen's, but you know, at the time, you don't give a shit. You know, like, ah, oh, forget. You know, Jen's okay. superpower is making the perfect medium rare chicken. The deadliest. Bon <laughs> the, the deadliest. Anywho's. The outside looked amazing. I'll just tell you that the outside looked the part. When I got it, you know, I just gotten off of work. You know, fucking shift. I was like, oh, hell yeah. The 14 hours right of there. work. Yeah, and, yeah, like, and you're ready to knock it out. Fucking amazing crust on it. I will say that. And then I cut into it. And like the first couple half, you know, it's like, oh, it's cooked. And then just like this. It was like, hello, motherfucker. And I was like, oh, shit. Raw chicken, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, did you? And she's like, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I. It's chicken. Eat up, buddy. <laughs> it was a, a true test of love. Do you say yeah. anything, or do you just die? <laughs> With my luck, I wouldn't die. I would just be in excruciating oh, pain yeah. for like. Tejano explosion. Not even. Yeah, yeah, shit. You'll be the, crippled for the rest of your life. Uh, yeah, I was like, I don't. That's true love. You're still this here, man. Back, You're still man. here, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's my superpower. <laughs> Eating my food. Eating your food. Just surviving. The iron. You got surviving. an iron goat stomach. Surviving, man. That's just it. Yeah. Iron goat stomach. Surviving. Any who's. All right. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed my story. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. good. Yeah. All they right. were all good stories. Yeah. And if you, again, if you've, if you're out there listening, and you just heard about this flying man, and you're like, holy fuck. There he is. I've seen this flying man, too, but oh, I have yeah, never fucking cool. told anybody about it. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Or woman. Anything flying, actually. You yeah. see, anything. A flying dog. Flying poop. Is no, yep. and you, flying um, poop. A yep. raccoon. I, I've mentioned this before in the podcast. The raccoons. My youngest brother swore that he saw a person in the clouds when he was like, Ooh, too uh, cool. I don't know, like 10 or something, which we make fun of him. Oh, that's, why, that's, that's why nobody no. says nothing. And it makes sense now because, so again, we were at a family get together. We were, I think it, it might have been Easter, as a matter of fact, because I remember eggs were involved. And he is bolting it, just hauling ass. You know, Laredo, you know, the, it's outside country. So he's hauling ass towards us. And he's like, a man just came out of the clouds. And, you know, he was waving at me and, like, blah, blah, this, this, and that. And, like, just going off. And we're all looking at him like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, shit like, ass. Yeah, like, literally, we're like, oh, yeah, what, what are you, are you going to uh, 
freak us out and then go for the eggs yourself and what what's what's the mm. the angle but he was like dead serious like where like my grandma had to like pick him up console him and like sit there and talk to him and you know we were all like hey where's the man that's in the sky <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, like of course that kind of stuff in retrospect and like as we got older like uh, you know you mature a little bit and he's like well you guys talk about the stuff that you saw but he's like you know I really did see that up there. Just so you know, like, even now, like, that he's old, he's like, I really did see that, just so you know. And, like, his understanding as he got older changed. Like, now he's like, you know, as corny as it may sound, he goes, you know what? I want to I wanna believe that that was an angel kind of, like, oh, saying, yeah. hey, you know, you're going to be okay. Yeah, he yeah. plays his own perspective. But now I'm thinking, like, did he have a suit? <laughs> 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 like, I want to go back and, like, push it on him. Like, Come on, remember. Don't don't put this weird angelic thing on it. Like, did you have a suit? What did he look like? <laughs> Maybe it was an SCP. Maybe oh. SCPs are real. Whatever it was, that, that that's why it kind of like hit home when I heard it because yeah, I thought yeah, I flashed yeah. back to that when we were all like, yeah, angel or sorry, a man in the sky. This this <laughs> man. Like, it wasn't the little smokies and the barbecue. No oh, man, the little smokies there. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho's, alrighty. Well, I think this can wrap up today's pot. And just throw out there: don't just put little smokies in a crock pot with barbecue sauce and expect to have a swinger party. You know, it's it it's not like just a waiting patiently. Yeah, yeah it's not a someone knock at the door. Yeah. You're not Wiley Coyote. That's not a a thing to summon the Roadrunner. <laughs> Anywho's, all right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to be safe since it's going to be the New Year's. Don't be, uh, I don't know, just stay away from firecrackers. And Why? jalapenos Why? and hot chocolate. They're scary. Yeah, jalapenos and hot chocolate. Don't, I don't think that's that. the takeaway from this episode is jalapenos and hot chocolate. Don't mix. Don't do it. And if you do, just make sure there's a lot of toilet yeah, paper. Yeah, and if you spooky swingers are out there, you know, let me know if I nailed it on that. Uh, <laughs> yep. Little Smokies and barbecue sauce. Okay. I was literally sh- Damn, poop. that boy knows us. Okay, don't, don't, don't hold firecrackers, okay? I love you. Bye. Bye-bye. That's a uh, lingo sexual. Happy lingo. New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Firecracker, my pants. For I'm a Though I lead them astray, they fall the minute I sway.